Uh, we got to go uh, out of town we, and, and be with another uh, couple of churches. Got to speak uh, at a men's event. Love doing that. But I just got to say, God, I love our church. I just really love my tribe. Thank you for being you. And, and I don't mean anything derogatory about anybody else other than the fact that compared to you, they suck. And I, I just think that God is doing such great stuff here. And, and the people that, that, that are sitting next to you are, are incredible and they're wonderful. And, and uh, guys, we love you. I think you ought to give yourselves a hand this morning and celebrate being the garden, what God's doing. Amen. Amen. Uh, if you're here today and you don't own a Bible, just if you'll hold your hand up, our ushers will bring one to you. It's our gift to you. We want to make sure that everybody has a copy of the Word of God. Guys, you've got to get into the Word. Oh, come on. Get into the Word. Every day. I'm not telling you you've got to read chapters. You, don't, you, don't, you know what happens. We get these, these crazy... Uh, 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 checkoff list things, stuff that we got to do, and and and, then you, and and I think it's a great spiritual discipline. Read the Bible in, in a year, or you know, every year. But it, at least for me, when I'm doing it, when I'm doing that, I'm speed reading. Come on, can I? I know I probably shouldn't tell you the truth. I should probably tell you that I give great thought and study to that, and chapter after chapter after chapter. No, if, if I'm reading through the Bible in a year, I'm like, let's see how fast we can do this. That's just me. I'm going to... But, but you need to take a verse that you're weaving into the fabric of your being so that you can uh, demonstrate Satan's defeat with it. You know, so that you're positioned with, by that word of God. I'm telling you, it's the word of God. It's the word of God. People who are, who are having great breakthrough, people who, you know, I know some people who are facing uh, insane stuff. I'm talking about major challenges, but they got it, man. Their confidence is up. Their, uh, you know, their, their vision is up. They're, they're, not, they're not shaken, and, and, and they've got word, okay? And I know some people who are dealing with stuff, and it's nothing, and they are on the floor weeping. No word. Well, well, what scripture are you are are, are you standing on? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hello. Hold your Bible up. <laughs> L- lift your Bible up in there. And say, "This is my Bible. I am what it says I am." I have what it says I have. Say, I choose to do what it says I can do. Say, I have an open mind. I have a teachable spirit. From this moment forward, say, I'm never going to be the same. I refuse to be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give him one more big shout, one more big praise. Thank him for the word. Amen. Hey, and, and, and to all the graduates, uh, and, and, you know, congratulations, we're, we're proud of you, we believe in you, and to all family members of graduates, hang in there. Okay. What a weekend. Amen? Amen. Hey, uh, you know, God's plan for your life is awesome. How many know that God's got this amazing plan? You know, his plan is to prosper you, Right? His plan is to give you hope. His plan is to give you a future. God, 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 God wants you positioned. He wants you uh, empowered. He, he, and, 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 you know, we, we, and we've been having this conversation just about uh, when, when those things, that, that it's, it's the good stuff. 
you know, that, 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 that come into our life, that, that we have a tendency to allow those good things to uh, push God off the throne, and those things take on a, a different role in our life. That, and, and God's brought them to us. You know, hey, family's awesome, but when, when, you, when family's an idol, all of a sudden, it's, it's, not, it's no longer a good thing. Hello? Achievement. God, God wants you to overcome. God wants you to have, you know, he doesn't want you being complacent. But, but when you're finding your contentment in all that you do, then, then, then we've, we've kind of lost the balance. Uh, you know, money. God, God wants you, you, relax. God wants you blessed. He wants you prosperous. But you can't let that, you know, take his place. And to, you know, today we're, we're, we're going to talk about another one of these, the, uh, and, and God, God, God wants you empowered. How many know that God wants you to have power? I said, God wants you to have power. Okay, God, God, God wants you to, to have the ability to, to make a huge impact, to, to have great influence, to, to leave a mark everywhere you go. When, when you get there, when, I'm telling you that when you enter a room, the atmosphere ought to increase, it ought to be better. Okay, it's better. Listen, we believe that together, oh, come on, together, un- unless you're a dud. Come on, let's be real for just a minute. You know, I really believe together we're better, un- unless you're sucking the oxygen out of the room. You know, and, and come on, you, you know people that, that you work with, well, no, you know people that you work while they, while they watch, you know, you carry their load. That's not always better. You know, if if, if you're if, if we're going to be better, if we're going to we're on our way to change the world, then we're going to have to have some power, right? You, you, look at your neighbor and say, "You need some power." We're going to look at we're going to look at a guy and a couple of them. Uh, we're going to look at a couple of lives that that just show us. The, the you know some of the challenges that we that we're going to deal with with power, but I need you to understand that God wants to empower your life. There's a reason you're here today, because God God wants you to walk out with more power. Amen. Every every day with God is a better day. Amen. Hey, check it out. Second Chronicles chapter 26. If you got your Bible, open it up. Uh, get ready to underline some stuff. If you don't, you can look at the screen. And uh, we're, we're going to read, you know, like through five real quick. Then all the people of Judah took Uzziah. He was 16, and they made him king in place of his father, Amaziah. And by the way, Amaziah, uh, uh, Amaziah his, his beginning started off a lot like Uzziah's. He did that which was right, but then he kind of went, went astray, and, and at the end he was executed. Uh, so just just need you to know that because this this guy man i can't believe they took a 16 year old well it's because his dad just disappeared and now uh he's inherited a royal mess and uh he rebuilt elath and restored it to judah after amaziah rested with his ancestors (laughs) isn't that funny after amaziah rested executed uh, Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 52 years. His mother's name was uh, Jechaliah. She was from Jerusalem. Uh, he did uh, what was right in the eyes of the Lord. That's, that would be a great one to underline in your Bible. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Not just what was right in his own eyes. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. 
He did what was right, and uh, just like his father had done until he was executed. And then he sought God during the days of Zechariah, who was the priest who instructed him in the fear of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, check it out, as long as he sought the Lord, uh, God gave him success. Hello, a little light should be coming on. Right? Come on now. We're, we're, we, we, we might not be geniuses. My, my, you know, I'm sure most of you aren't geniuses. You probably think you are. It's funny how many people in my world think they are, but I know they're not because they're not at the genius meetings. Um, as long as he sought the Lord, uh, remember Jeremiah? Is it okay? I might preach kind of like a cross-eyed javelin thrower today. <laughs> Serious. I have no idea where we're going, but I got several points. Okay? <laughs> so get ready. Um, but uh, as long as he sought the Lord. Remember Jeremiah 29, uh, 11. But when you read it, read it sometime and you just keep going. But, but jump over in the message because it's really good. And it's talking about seeking God. And, and you know, because we know that uh, it's God's plan. It says that God, uh, God knows what he's doing. This is the message Bible. God knows what he's doing. How many of you know that God knows what he's doing? And it says that he's, he's got it all planned out. And he has plans. He, he, has, he has plans to give you the future you're hoping for. If God's plan is to give you the future you're hoping for, dude, you better start hoping for some future. Don't, don't, don't sit back and just hope, well, I hope we make it. That would be stupid. If God's going to give you the future you're hoping for, stretch your hope, right? But, but, but it takes off from there, and it starts talking about and seeking, seeking him and seeking him. You know, and I just think it's interesting because as long as he sought God, God gave him, God gave him success. So success was a gift given to a seeker of God. A gift is something that's given to someone who's done nothing to deserve it. He's not earning success. He's seeking God, but success is coming as a byproduct of seeking God. And God said in Jeremiah, he said, you know, if you seek me, you're going to find me. And when you seek me with your whole heart, when you want me more than anything else, he said, I promise, I promise you won't be disappointed. Man, when, when, when you want God, listen, you don't have to seek prosperity. You seek God. You seek the plan of God. It's, if it's God's plan to prosper you, you don't worry about it. If you're in the plan, you're going to prosper. You're going to have increase. You, God is go, God's going to give you success. You don't got to earn it. You got to seek him. Oh, man, if we work harder. I don't know. It's, it, it, I'm not telling you don't work. I'm just telling you that success is not really the fruit of your labor. It is the, it's the byproduct of your relationship. Oh, man. We, we got to get this because God, don't want you, God doesn't want you complacent. God doesn't want you lazy. But you got to realize that success is it's a gift. Let's, let's drop down. Go to verse sixteen real quick. Let's read a few more, and so I can move on. After Uzziah became, after he became, after he became powerful. So he became powerful. I'm telling you, you're on your way to powerful today. You keep walking with God, you're on your way to powerful. I'm telling you, you keep walking with God, you're on your way to powerful. And you might be sitting there going, "Well, I really don't want that." Liar, liar, pants on fire. We we want our life to make a difference. God don't. God God doesn't. Just, he just doesn't make you a zero. Without power, you, you're not making an impact. 
Without power, you have no influence. Without power, you're not changing anything. You're on your way to powerful. And, but after Uzziah became powerful, his pride led to his downfall. He, he was unfaithful to the Lord his God, and, and he entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. And uh, Azariah, the priest, with 80 other courageous priests, <laughs> uh, they, they went running in with, with him, and, and they confronted King Uzziah and said, it's not right for you to burn incense. Well, I'm the king. This is my kingdom. Yeah, but you, don't, you, you have the right to do what God tells you to do, and, and there's certain things that you don't have the right to do. And he said, man, you, you've done this thing. Uh, that, that's for the priest priests and uh and they've been consecrated to do this thing leave the sanctuary for you've been unfaithful you're not going to be honored by by god and look what happens in the next verse he 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 had a censer in his hand ready to burn incense and and instead of going oh shoot man i i I made a mistake guys can you forgive me and and uh, let me get out of here i I shouldn't be doing that no he got ticked y'all watch this because a lot of times when correction comes and you, you want to fight for your right. And so you get angry. That's a distraction. Quite often, the thing that you're angry about, it, you can, and, and you know how, how we get messed up with this, because a lot of times we, we're, we're going off in our head and we're justifying why we're angry. And, and we, no matter how we look at it, we're right. Hello? You know, hasn't this happened in all of our lives at some place, at some point in time, somewhere, somewhere? Haven't you you been upset because people are not seeing it? They're not getting it. It's so simple. And it's right there. And I'm right. I don't know why I feel so passionate about this. The problem is, though, is that what you're passionately... I won't say the next word, but it starts with a P. Upset about isn't the issue. It's the distraction. And he got angry, and instead of being teachable, uh, while he was raging at the priests, in their presence before the incense altar. So he's, he's angry at the priests, in the presence, in the Lord's temple, leprosy breaks out. And, and in verse 20, let's, let's, let's go. And Azariah, chief priest, and, and the other priests looked at him, and they saw that he had leprosy on his forehead, and they hurried him out. Indeed, he himself was suddenly eager to leave. Whoops. And, and, uh, uh, and, and he had leprosy until the day he died. He lived in a separate house. He, he, he didn't even get to live in the right house. See, some of us have been separate. Here's the enemy's goal, isn't it? To separate you from the end that God declared at your beginning. That's all the enemy wants to do is separate you from the end that God declared at the beginning. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end is not the end that God declared at the beginning. So you get upset about the way things are done, about the way they said that, about the way, it's not even how they did it, but but it's how they said it. Come on, that's a distraction. From what? From the end. If you would focus on the end and let God direct the way, you wouldn't be separated in the end, banned from the temple. His son had charge of the palace and governed the people of the land. And, and the other events of his life from beginning to end are recorded by the prophet uh, Isaiah. 
he, he, he rested, he died, and uh, was buried near them, not with them, near them. Not where he should have been, not where he could have been. But they said he had leprosy. But they said he had leprosy. Um, not good. Look at your neighbor and say, that, that was not good. And I know what you're thinking. Well, what, what does he have to do with me? He's a king. He has a kingdom. He's positioned with power. He didn't earn the kingdom. He, it was a gift of a kingdom. And you want to know what's funny? Is that's all of us. Positioned with power and the gift of a kingdom. Your kingdom is the range of your effective will. Uh, one man, Dallas Willard, put it this way. He said, the realm that is uniquely your own, where your choice determines what happens. You have a kingdom. You, you have an area of dominion. It might be your office. It could be in a classroom. It could be a grow group. It might be, you might be young. It's your bedroom. You have dominion. Small or great, everybody has a kingdom. And we've been given the gift of a kingdom and also the gift of power, the ability to influence. And, but we have a mission to steward it. You can increase your power, you can increase your influence, or you can diminish it, but that's going to be determined by the choices you make. You have, you have, think about it, you have a kingdom, you have a measure, measure of power, you have a calling on your life. Don't, we have been saved and called. We've been saved and called according to his purpose. Most of us trying to live like we're saved. Stop it. Start living like you're called. And that saved part will just take care of itself. Just live like you're called. No, no I'm on a mission from God. I'm going to steward the power that he's given me. We've all got time. We all have space. We all have resources. You have the ability to make your kingdom flourish. You have 10,080 minutes every week. All of us do. Use some of that time to develop your kingdom. Increase, increase your realm. I cannot believe how much time they want me to give to the church. Yeah, some of you guys, 90 minutes. Wow. You need to go back to last week and learn to live generous. If, 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 if I'm going to live a generous life, I think I can afford to give God a couple hundred minutes out of my 10,080. That was last week. Here we go. Um, without a kingdom, without a measure of power, no influence. That's not where God's taking you. God is going to cause you to prosper. You know, if you do life God's way, what's going to happen? Life's going to get better. If you figure this thing out and say, you know what? This is God's design. I have a kingdom. I have power. And, and, and I can learn that from looking at this guy's life. And I can realize that, you know what? Uh, if, I'll, if I'll pick up uh, and, and, and understand that Uzziah's life was just a picture for me to learn from, then I, I need to understand something. I've got a kingdom. I have power. I have influence. I've got to look at this thing correctly. And, and, and I've got I to know that... Uh, 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 the, 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 the power has power. The power of power. Look at your neighbor and say, the power of power. 
Think, think, think about it. There, there's a guy that he was a Czechoslovakian president. His name was uh, Valken uh, Havel, and he wrote uh, an, an amazing speech. Has been studied and, and by all kinds of people because the guy was he was smart. He actually attended genius meetings, and, um, uh, and he had a speech, and it's called. You can Google it. It's called the Temptations of Political Power, and he's talking about people that that are in pursuit of power. And he did a he did a lot of deep research, and he came up with two motivations that everybody that that is in in uh, gauged in power. Everybody has these two motivations. There's two motivations that come with power. And, and the first one is this, is that, hey, I can increase my power to help others. The more, if I have power, I can help others. Hello. Come on. Isn't that what we're called to do? We're called, we're going to go change the world. Then you're going to, again, you're going to have to have some power. Right? You, you, you got to have power. And the second motivation of power, and he, this is his research, and, and, and he's a smart guy, and all of the smart people are studying what this smart guy wrote. And, and, and they've studied it and tore it apart inside out and backwards. And they say, okay, number one, that, that people are motivated so they can use the power to help people. And the second motivation is that if, if, I, if I can increase my power, I will become powerful. It's funny because that's the same response I got last night. Because he says that those two motivators are in everybody. But most people, and he gave a a number, it's like 97% or something. But you do know that most statistics, 87.3% of all statistics are made up on the spot. 97.3% 97.2% of all people, I just made that up on the spot. Uh, mo- he said most people want to ignore the second motivator. The, and they'll tell themselves, that's not me. And the problem is, is that if you ignore the second one, it overpowers the first one in every situation. Well, I don't want power for power. Oh, Really? Yeah, I, I don't care if people see me as powerful. Really? <clears throat> we see the way you walk. Things are going good. Why? I got the power. See, if you don't acknowledge it, it'll overpower your ability to help people. And then pretty soon, you're not using your power to serve, your power to bless, your power to open doors. You're, you're using your power to prove you're powerful. Now, you don't understand. You didn't know who you're talking to. Hello? It's so quiet in here. He started off really, really well. Matter of fact, is it verse 15 and the end end of it? Check it out. His fame spread far and wide. Dude, have you heard about this cat? He's got it going on. He's getting, he was greatly helped. Some of your Bibles say miraculously helped. It was marvelously helped. He was marvelously helped until he became powerful. 
Now, here's, here's, here's what kind of blows our mind is that, okay, God wants to give me power. And so now I become powerful and I got a problem. I didn't have a problem when I didn't have much power, but now that I've increased the power, which I thought was the plan and the purpose. Have you noticed all the P's I'm using? He had power and he had purpose and he had passion and he had a plan and now he has a problem. He was greatly helped until he became powerful. How, what in the world? What is going on? Well, here's the deal, and you got, you got to get this. You got to get this because, see, what, what happened to him is that really all he did is he forgot his own name. His name means God is my strength. He's getting insane help. Let me tell you what God wants to do for you. God wants to give you miraculous help. Oh, you, you look around and, 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 you know, look at what God's doing here. It is not because we're really good at what we do. No, it's because God is really good. We're going to consecrate ourselves, and the Lord is doing amazing things. Because it's so funny, because people start hearing about stuff and seeing stuff, and they see the pictures. Why? We are, we are pleased with what God has done, so we put pictures on the Internet, you know, and, and, and we Instagram the foyer, and, and people start calling us up, and all of a sudden we're rock stars, and we're thinking, ooh, look at what we've done. We didn't do that. He's done that. Well, you know, I hope you're clapping for him because he's the guy that did it. Right? But he just forgot Jehovah's my strength. He had all this insane help. God wants to give you crazy help. God, God wants to help you. God's not trying to get, you know, it's, it's so funny because, you know, uh, I, I, I've had several people that, that they're just messed up over the money thing. Man, I just, God just wants my money. No, God wants to pour more money into you. God, God wants to make your relationships better. God, God wants your accomplishments to be more effective. God wants to empower you. But you have to remember, oh, that's God helping me. It's God helping me. There, there's another dude, and just because of time, I'm not going to read a bunch of it, but, but Exodus, in Exodus, check this out. Uh, uh, Moses is, you know, getting told by God uh, that he's going to go do some stuff, chapter 3. And he said, uh, God, uh, Moses said to God, suppose I go and, and to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. What, he's saying, suppose I do what you've told me to do. Isn't that kind of the question that we have? Suppose we do what God tells us to. Wonder what would happen. What would happen if, you know, that junkers for Jesus thing? What if we, what if we just took one year? I mean, not, not because, Pastor, don't, don't do it because Stephen talked about it or Pastor Tom's mentioned it. Don't, no, 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 no. You, you, don't, you, you don't need a word of God. You need a word from God. But I'm just saying, if God spoke to you, and, and uh, uh, like obviously he has Stephen, and, and, um, and uh, uh, what, what if God spoke to you and, and said, here's what I want you to do. 
I, I, I want you to take one year and instead of doing what you were planning to do, just put that on top. And, and, you know, and so I'll just, I'll just make it public this morning. Is that all right? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the money that I was going to put into a car, and for one year, I'm going to put it on top of my, my giving, and I'm, and and, and, and I'm going to use it to, to develop future leaders. I'm going to help interns and, and, that, and, and you know, in future campuses. That's, that's where I want the money to go. So I'm going to put the money there, and I'm not going to get the car, and I'm going to take 12 months, and I'm just going to, I'm going to focus on that. And just like, what, but what would, what would happen? And this is what he's saying. Suppose I go to them and tell them uh, that the God, the, 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 let's say that I do what you're telling me to do. And, and, and they ask me, well, what is his name? Well, uh, what am I going to tell them? And look at, look at the next verse. He said, I am who I am. This is what you say to the Israelites. Say, I am has sent me to you. And God said to Moses, say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This, listen, and and this is God talking to Moses. Listen, Mo, this is my name forever. The name you're going to call me till the end of time is I am. I've been in church my whole life, and everybody, I've heard some great messages here, and, and it's like, I am blank Fill in the blank, Moses, whatever you need. That's, that's cool, but that's not what he was saying. Because he's not talking to Moses about what Moses needs. He's telling him, I, I need you to know my name. So that you never forget yours. Because if you ever forget yours, you're going to have a problem. Uzziah forgot his name, and he had a problem. But God said, I'm going to introduce myself to you so that you know my name, which will help you never forget your name. And you're going, okay, that's confusing. Come here, Jess. Just stand right here. You're Moses. I'm God. Don't ever forget it. No, that's, that's not, okay. I'm going I'm to, that did feel good to me, though. But I'm just going to introduce myself. <laughs> Moses, it's nice to meet you. I am. I am. Don't, don't forget it. Don't forget it, because if, here's the deal. If I am, then you am not. This is God talking to Mo. I am. You ain't. Got it? Don't forget it. Because if I am your provider, then you am not the provider. And you're a man. And you want to be all that and provide. But don't you ever forget that it is I am who gives you the power to get what you got. Hello? Thanks. God wants you to know, hey, don't forget who you are. You're the servant of the Most High. You ain't the Most High. You, you, might, you might be the top salesman. <laughs> you, 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 you might be really good at what you do, but you ain't Jack unless I am gives you what you got to get done what you've done. And God's saying, listen, I am the healer. You're not the healer. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird? We're, we're such a crazy group of people. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like if you pray for three people and they all get healed, you have business cards printed, and suddenly you're a healing evangelist. You didn't do it. You didn't do Jack. He's the healer. And he said, I am. 
You am not. See, I want to give you power. I want to give you marvelous help. But I don't want you standing up there saying, this is the day, this is the day that I have made. The I am. The I am. I am your joy. Not that other thing. See, if I am your peace, then it doesn't make any difference how many pennies you have in your portfolio. If your peace is produced by the pennies in your portfolio, you will also have a problem as you passionately pursue the wrong stuff. But if you let the I am be the I am, he can increase every area of your life, which is his purpose and his plan. God wants you to prosper. But you're going to have to quit caring about how much power you got. You got to realize that all the power belongs to him. He is my strength. He is my joy. I need a word from God. I need, I need you to, to get a word from God. I need you to hear God say today, listen, I am your power. I am your peace. I am your future. I am your provider. I am your strength. I am your joy. I am your hope. I am your confidence. I am all that you need. I am the one you should run to. I am the one you should seek. I am the one you should call out to. I'm the one you can count on. I'm the one that you can look to. I'm the one that you can put your hope in. I'm the one that's going to pick you up. I'm the one that's going to carry you on. I am the one that's not going to let you down. I am yours. My God, somebody. See, here's the deal is you're on your way to powerful. You're on your way to powerful. So you can help people. But you're going to become powerful. I want to move my glasses. They're not there. Freaked me out. We're on our way to help people. But the problem is, we're going to become powerful. Uzziah had guys in his life, the problem was he he couldn't receive from them. I think it's interesting that the guy who taught him in the fear of the Lord suddenly lost his voice as he became more powerful. Now, I know it can go, I know it goes both ways. I, I, you know, I, I, I know that the, the priest can be a problem as well. But you, you got to guard yourself. You got to realize, okay, God's taking me to a position of greater power. 
God's taking you, you know who God needs to increase in power? It is, it is not uh, Pastor Tom, Pastor Stephen, the, the, the pastoral leadership team. No, we're not going to a greater position of power. You are. We're going to do what we've always been doing. We just got We just have to keep repeating what we do. This is what we do, and God's going God's gonna to move, and God's taking you. I hope you hear me today. God's taking you to a greater place of power. But you, but you need to, you, you need to, you, you need to guard yourself because you get to a point that, 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 and man, we've seen it over and over. But you get to a point that, that where the voice that helped you get to where you were going suddenly you're not going to respond to, and all we want to do is help protect you. God's going to increase your power. Don't you forget that power is powerful. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget your own name. Remember His name. He is the I am. We are the I am nots. He's going to help us miraculously. Look around. He's giving you a picture of what miraculous help looks like. Has there not been great increase here? Okay. I'm, just, I'm just going to lob one over the, over the net gently. Okay, There's been an increase here. Have you really increased your role? need to I'm telling you I'm telling you God, God wants to bring you more but he's not going to bring you more just so you have more Ooh, God's doing something here it would be a good idea to participate in what God is doing I want to see God do greater things than participate at a greater level don't look around the room it, 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 it's called the herd mentality you do realize that in, in church world, it, it, which is my world, it's, it's, I'm, it happens in, in what you do too, but, but in the church realm, you, you know, Easter, biggest Sunday of the year. You, do you know the next two Sundays are the, are the lowest attended services in church across America? Why is that? Herd mentality. It's called the herd mentality. You see a large group, you don't do more, you do less. And that's how move of God is diminished to a mess of man. No, when God begins to increase, so do we. God's doing something. We lean into it. We don't rest. We press. Right? God's going to increase your power. What are you going to do with it? More. We're going to help more. I'm telling you, we're going to help people more. We're going to help people more. We're going to go home and, and we're, going to, we're, we're, we're going to empty out the shoe closet. We're going to go to the store and we're going to buy shoes. We're, we're going to listen to God and we're, we're going to obey God. Why? Because we're going to make an impact. That's what the power is for. We're going to have some influence. We're going to, we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to use that influence to, to help people, not just to prove we're powerful. No, no, no. God's going to miraculously help us, and He's going to take He's going to take our, our our investment of life, and He's going to He's going to do amazing things. That he, but, 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 listen, we're we're going to get over ourselves and the stuff that the stuff that's kind of got us a little irritated. We're gonna, that's a distraction. That's a distraction from from the real plan and the real purpose. And God, I'm telling you, God's going to increase you. Get ready. Get ready. This is going to be an amazing year. This, I'm telling you, this is going to be an amazing year for some of you guys. Okay? Can I prophesy for just a minute? Is, is that too Pentecostal for you? Okay? Let, I won't throw in too many, ha! Okay? And that way we'll just be calm. But listen, 
God wants, God wants to position you in a way that will blow your mind. But he doesn't want you to forget. No, it's him working. And he's got a purpose. And that when you walk in obedience, when you walk in generosity, when, when, you, when you walk in humility, that, humility is not powerless. Humility is teachable. And that when you, when you walk in these things, your life's going to get better and better and better. You can trust God. Okay? Delight thyself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. Trust him, and he will bring it to pass. You ain't even going to have to be the bringer. He'll bring it. to. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. You just got to trust him and obey him. Suppose we did what God told us to do. If I was going to do that, how, how, how would I know God? Just remember that I am, that you am not. And you'll have the power to do anything. I ask you to. Is that nuts? You can, you can, we can do anything God lays on our heart. Anything. As long as we don't think we did it. Some of you guys, you know what you need to do? It's time. You say, you know what, I... I, I need to let God, I need to let the I am take his seat on the throne of my life. I need to remove myself. I mean, God's blessed me. God's positioned me. God's empowered me. But, and he wants to do more. But I'm going I'm to step aside here and let God rise to the top. I'm going to admit today my need for him. We're going to pray a prayer together. And if you're here today, and I don't know, 